and welcome to another episode of Trash or Treasure, the podcast where Kim and Amy bring you spoiler-free recaps, reviews, and recommendations for whatever we read this week. Amy, what did we read this week? We read Unnatural Habits by Kerry Greenwood, which is uh, maybe like the 13th or something? No idea. 19th? It's a book? From the Friday Fisher mystery series. It's a later what book. Yes. That's excellent. That was, that was really <laughs> top tier. Great job. We're off to a and smashing start. This we did a lot as audiobook. Yes. So we did a bit of textbook, but it was mainly a listen. And it's narrated by a lady called Stephanie Daniels. She's awesome. She is exactly the voice of Franny Fisher. Yeah, I she, is, when I read yeah the book. she is the voice in my head that is Franny Fisher. Though it's kind of a mashup between her and what's her face? Etsy Davis Etsy on the Miss Fisher's Murder the, Mysteries yeah, TV, from show. The TV show. Mm. So, Amy, would you like to do the spoiler free recap? I can. So, Go on then. Well, I was just thinking, how do I be? It's a. These are set in the 1920s in Melbourne. And one evening, as Miss Fisher and her friend Dr. McMillan are leaving the Adventurers' Club, they sort of walk into what looks like a mugging and rescue a journalist, a young lady called Polly Kettle. And Polly Kettle has gotten into overly deep water because she's investigating the disappearance of young women Mm. across Melbourne. And the young women are all very young and they don't seem to have too much in common other than they're blonde, they're young, and they come from quite working-class families. So Phryne extracts all this information from her and is like, off you go, don't go interrogating the brothels again. Yeah. You're going to get yourself killed. And she sort of keeps a little bit of an ear out because she's like, that girl is just heading straight into trouble. Then Polly Kettle disappears. And Detective Inspector Jack Robinson comes from the police and is like, Phryne, this is one of those society people, things, missing girls, help. She's like, okay, I'm onto it. So the story looks where she starts investigating who are these missing girls, where have they all disappeared from, what are their families, and she starts to uncover. So she starts to dig deep into the maudlin laundries where a lot of not very pleasant things seem to be happening, and then there's another mystery that sort of pops up that seems to be connected to it where um, there's like a phony job agency and actresses seem to be sort of going overseas to jobs that are amazing and never returning. Yeah. So she's investigating these different mysteries to see whether they overlap and ultimately where is Polly Kettle. Yeah. Is that enough? That's excellent. You <gasps> so well. All of this is assuming that you have some kind of knowledge of the Franny Fisher mystery series is the only thing I'd say. And if you don't? Uh, I, and if you don't, then Miss Fisher is a independently wealthy society lady who lives in Melbourne in the 1920s. She has an excellent household full of people. She has an adopted daughter. Two of them. Two of them. And um, her companion, Dot, 
and the butlers run their household and she also has like a really good friendship with Inspector Robinson of the police and she has a little boy Tinker Tinker who she's kind of also adopted she kind of just adopts strays and people who need help Mm. She's got wharfy mates who yeah. so she's got lots of connections to different parts of society that help her in her detectivizing. Yes. But she's very tough and very funny and just fabulous. Fabulous. Mm. Excellent. I think that covers it and you've done a superb job. Well Thank done. you. Your reward for that praise is me saying Kimberly. <gasps> What did you think of Unnatural Habits? So this is one of the one this is one of the Fridays that I come back to quite a lot. There are so many of these, and I've, I don't think I've read all of them. I like, think there's 23 or 4. I now. definitely haven't read all no, of them. No, I haven't read all of them either. But I come back to this one in all its forms. So there's a the book itself is great, the audio book is excellent, and the like Screen Victoria did a episode. Yeah, based it's on an it. interpretation. It's an inter- of it. it's like this it's a similar like the kind of mystery crime part of it is similar, but it's obviously much 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 abridged and condensed and only bits and pieces are taken from it because it's like down into like an hour show yeah. or whatever. But I come back to all three versions of this. I really enjoy this this story. For the purposes of this, I guess, review, focusing on the book version of it, I really like it because her whole kind of network gets involved. Yes, that's one of my favourite things too. I, it's why I come back to this particular one so frequently is because I love seeing like Tinker and the girls having like a little job and getting to go off and interview and do things and, yeah. and you know, her coming home and being like, all right, all hands on deck, everyone in the cab and off they go to, you know, different parts of Melbourne to sort it out. Really, really liked that. I thought the mystery is quite compelling. I really enjoyed mm. the mystery in this one. Yeah, I just think it's just it shows like if I was going to recommend one Franny Fisher novel to get you into the idea of Franny Fisher, of the kinds like what I like most about her books, it would probably be this one that I would recommend. This is probably one of my absolute favorites. Because of that, because of that. It has all the ingredients of a cracking yeah. Franny Fisher. Yeah, it does. It really does. And the cast is just my favourite thing. I do like the ones where they are everyone's, the, all the minions are involved. That's my fave, yeah. It's not just Franny and Dot. It's Tinker's got a role and Jane and Ruth and the butlers are involved and Bert and Sess have to do something yeah. and Lin Chung appears and yeah. she calls on her sister Eliza and the whole gang's there. Yep. So, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of it. Well, no, you do I don't know, know what else, I don't know what else to say, though. Like, that's kind of that's kind of it. I wouldn't just read the book. It's really great. Okay. It's really great. I highly recommend this book. Mm. What do you think? I agree. This is a cracking good story. Like, I really like that the two, like, sometimes in a Franny Fisher, there'll be two actually separate mysteries. Yeah. And they sort of, like, one faction of the household will be looking at one component yep. and she'll yep. be looking at the other. But in this one, they actually do sort of overlap mm-hmm. and cross over in terms of who's trying to solve them and where they're finding clues. And I thought that was just so interesting. And all the different things. Kerry Greenwood does this thing where she she says she researches really deeply a particular aspect of mm-hmm. Melbourne's history, and then sometimes Franny will come to visit and be like, hello, here's the mystery I can see in this history. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. ha, ha that ha, wasn't ha. deliberate, but I liked what I did there. <laughs> 
And in this one, she was researching like early gay clubs in Melbourne. Oh, right. Which is where the Blue Cat Club comes up. Well, she was researching like the convents and things that were happening in Melbourne at that point in time. So even though it's like a cracking good adventure... It does. I always come away learning something new or going, huh. I don't know that about Melbourne. Yeah. There's a bit of a, like, food for thought underbelly that happens in a novel. that's true. I love the climax of this book. Oh, it's so, like, but that's that's kind of what I love most about, like, this. why this one stands out for me is I think the crafting of the narrative and the same thing you were saying in terms of, like, Like the two crossing and weaving. But it's. Yeah, this one just seems really perfectly constructed. It is. Yeah, this is one of the best constructed. Yeah. Like, you know I like Death by Water where very little happens. Yes, and I <laughs> have read that one, but I actually you don't, like it I don't come back around to it. No. I've read it and I'm like, ah, eh. and I remember it, but I'm like, I probably. I find that book peaceful, mm. which is why I come back to it. But too many descriptions one, of locations. Oh, so good. This is thrilling and it shows mm. Phryne at her best as well that's how i feel it really shows her at her absolute she's just best. indefatigable yeah and i love it and it's also one of the few maybe not few well no i'll, I'll stand by that statement it's one of the few where she gets quite passionate about about the mystery where she's mm. quite like no, i no, need to solve no this. no this is a vendetta now it's no longer yeah. about you know, working it out to save that person's life or working it out because that person hired us to look into it or whatever. It's about, like, it's a personal, it becomes quite personal for Franny. And I always like those ones where you get to see kind of her because she's so... Her principles coming involved. Yeah, because she so, she so has it together mm. all the time. And she still does in this book, but I, I do like how she actually gets quite hardcore in this book. And I really, mm, I really like that. So I recommend recommend the audiobook. It's one of my favourite ones to listen to mm. while I'm, like, crafting or sewing or walking to work. And the book itself is great as yeah. well. And it moves at a really rapid pace. Yeah. Crackety, crackety, crack. And everyone has, like, I like the little people narratives, like Tinker, because this is Tinker's a new addition to her family and this is the first book where he's, like, in Melbourne, so he's yes. finding his place. Yeah. But you don't need to have read the others. The introduction of him. No. To, to know it stands alone perfectly fine mm. so recommend from me recommend from you and an absolute treasure a treasure on both ends yeah if you haven't if you certainly if you haven't dived into Carrie greenwood's books you should definitely start with this one i would say i don't mm. think start at the start i would start right here at any rate thank you once again for joining us join us again next week we'll bring you more spoiler free recaps reviews and recommendations for whatever we read and until then happy reading And just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you. We want your recommendations. The good, the bad, the interesting, doesn't matter. Please reach out. Send us an email at trashortreasurepodcast at outlook.com. Or we are also available at the world's most awkward Twitter handle, which Amy has to tell you about. Listen to our Twitter handle. It's the greatest. It's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? (laughs) And with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.